Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin. together for Jesus. Amen. Are you excited to be here on this celebration Sunday? It's the last Sunday of the month of October. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it myself, but God has been good. And the good news is that you are still here. I think that is a good place to put your hands together. Hallelujah. Last week, by the grace of God, we had a wonderful model marriage conference in this place. It was awesome. And um, I believe that God touched many lives. Now, the next thing coming up is the Mountain of the Lord conference. Hallelujah. Now, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome because... Our daddy will be in the house. He'll be preaching and speaking to us. Hallelujah. Right. We want to take our memory verse for this morning and then we will move on. Jude 19. Jude is just one chapter. And um, this one of the Inele Koko memory verses. Hallelujah. Oh, I said Hallelujah. When we say inele koko, do you understand? What does it mean? Uh, it's easy. Alright, so let's take it together. Ready, go. Jude chapter 1 verse 19. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Jude chapter 1 verse 19. Okay, can we take it again? Ready, go. Jude chapter 1, verse 19. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Jude chapter 1, verse 19. Can we take it one last, one last time? We can take it. Ready, go. Jude chapter 1, verse 19. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, 
having not the spirit. Jude chapter 1 verse 19. Okay. I'm sure this one we can take it. As for this one. Okay, so let's take it. Take it off. Ready, go. Jude chapter 1 verse 19. These be they who separate themselves. Sensual. Having not the spirit. Jude chapter 1 verse 19. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a comma there, so when you are saying it, it's good to pause at that point. Sensual, having another spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful Sunday morning. What a blessing. Holy Spirit, we invite you. Come and have your way. Jesus, open our understanding to the scriptures. Pour your spirit upon us. Stretch forth your hand and bless us. May we not leave this place the same. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Turn with me to Nehemiah chapter 2. I am still on the series, Building the House of God. Amen. And I think this one will be part 4, isn't it? Or? You're not sure. You've not been coming. Or you have been coming. I cannot hear you. You have been coming, okay. I think we started by talking about the fact that you deserve a miracle if you built the house of God. Secondly, we talked about the heart of a builder and what it means and the blessings that even comes just because you have a heart for building the house of God. The Bible says that because this was in your heart, you do well. You do well. And then I think last week we looked at the different types of hearts that we must have. Do you remember the hearts? Number one is what? A willing heart. Number two is what? A stirred heart. Number three is what? A soft heart. Number four is what? A what? Communing heart. One that communes with God. Number five is what? A heart of wax. Wax. Easily malleable. Number five, number six is what? Burning, burning. Did not our hearts burn when he was talking to us? Number seven, is it number seven? Number seven? One heart. We all have the same heart doing the same thing. Number eight is what? A what? An open heart. Bible says that Lydia, her heart was open to the disciples when they spoke to her. And even she gave a home for them to use. So, people who have homes that we can use for Basel, let your heart be open. Number nine is what? An obedient heart. An obedient heart. Paul had an obedient heart. And number ten is what? Steadfast. Like they say in the tree, we are not moving. But today, Nehemiah chapter 2, Verse 1, and it came to pass in the month Nisan, in the 20th year of Artaxerxes, the king, that wine was poured before him, and I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before sad, before time sad in his presence. Verse 2, wherefore the king said unto me, why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore, afraid. Verse 3. 
and said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Verse 4. Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. Verse 5. And I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchre, that I may build it. And the king said to me, the queen also sitting by him, for how long shall your journey be? And I set him a time, verse 7. And verse 7, moreover, I said unto the king, if it please the king, let letters be given unto the governors beyond the river that I may convey, that may convey me over till I come to Judah. Verse 17, let's jump. Verse 17. Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he has spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. Verse 19. But when Sambalat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, What is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? Verse 20. Then answered I and said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But you have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Amen. Well, this morning, I just want to preach a very simple message. And um, you can title it, a portion, a right, and a memorial. A portion, a right, and a memorial. So, those of you writing the titles, this is Building the House of God, Part 4. And then into brackets, a portion, a right, and a memorial. Now, we see, and uh, we've said it over and over, that Nehemiah had a good heart. A heart to build for God, to build the house, the walls that were broken. The same thing, building the house of God. And the Bible says that he said to the king, if I have found favor in your sight, then please send me. You know, that should be your heart and that should be your mind. That you will be sent by God. You will be sent by the servants of the Lord to build and to do something concerning the house of God. I realize that the more you yield yourself for God to use you, the more blessed you are. When you rather make up your mind that I want to run away, I don't want to do anything, no, don't send me, send him, not me, you will find out that rather you get yourself into all sorts of things. Your mind and your heart must be that, Lord, use me. Amen. I've heard Bishop say it over and over again that he prayed to God. He told God, he said, 
Lord, make me like a broom in your house and use me to sweep anything you want to do. Use me. And I thought that was a powerful prayer. And you must have the same heart. Hallelujah. I believe that our Christianity is far more than just coming to church and sitting down and hearing a preaching and just going back. No. It is far more than that. When you come, God also expects that whatever you are receiving, you apply it in your life. Too many of us come and we just hear the preaching and we just go back home. But you are also expected to help to build the house of God. And so you see right here that these people... um, Sambalat, Tobiah. All these guys, they, they were not interested. In fact, they were not happy about the house of God being built. And they were against it. And sometimes there are people who may not even say it, but just by your action. Jesus said that anybody who is not with me is against me. So you find out that once you are not joining in, you are against. I'm not saying it. Jesus is the one saying it. Tell the next person, he's not the one saying it. Jesus is the one saying it. Yeah. So once you join in, you find out that you begin to also join in the activities that help to build the house of God. And whatever blessing that is there, you also receive it. Amen. So when the, he was told and decided that he was going to go, the Bible says that the king gave him letters to send to people who would provide him with things. Yeah, once you start and you decide that you're going to build the house of God, there will be things that will be provided unto you. May you receive those things that are provided. But I want you also to understand that there are always these Sambalats and Tobiases who are never happy. That the house of God is built. And you must expect three things from such people. Number one, the Bible says that when they saw them, that they were going to build the wall, they laughed them to scorn. That's the first thing you must expect, that people will laugh at you. It's like, what are you doing? What is this thing that you are doing? People just laugh. When you talk about building the house of God, talk about doing the work of God, it, it, it's like, it's funny to them. It's funny. That's the first thing you must expect. And secondly, the Bible says that, and they despised us. Despisement is another thing. that People look down on you and, and, and make you look as if this thing you are doing is, is not a good thing. It, it, they despise it. People despise the work of God. There are a lot of people outside church who don't understand why we must even give ourselves to church, pay tithe, do things. And I just wonder, when such people also die, they need the church to come and bury them. But they are not interested. They despise the things of God. They despise. But let me say this to you. People who despise you, they admire you secretly. They wish they could do what you are doing, but they can't do it. I'm telling you. That is why many times such people, when they give birth, they want their children to become pastors. 
Lord, make my child a priest. Yeah, because they themselves, they couldn't do it, but they were admiring. But they would just be laughing at you to make you feel like this thing you're doing. So they laughed them to scorn, despised them, and thirdly, they accused them. They said, will you rebel against the king? But you and I know that they were not rebelling against the king. Rather, they were helping to build. They were not rebelling at all. But that's what the enemy does. The enemy will begin to accuse you. And sometimes they accuse so much that you yourself, you wonder that. Ah, maybe, yeah, you begin to believe the accusation. Maybe what they are saying is true. But it's not so. People like to accuse. They will say, you are this, you are that, you are this, you are that. If you keep listening to them, you will begin to wonder that. Ah, there's something wrong. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Sometimes even somebody who is not mad they can tell you you are mad so much that you believe that you are mad yeah they call it madness of two it's a it's a sickness <laughs> the doctors will tell you about it madness of two folie ado folie ado or something like that in the french yeah so they keep accusing you and telling you, you are this you are that you are this you are that you begin to believe it and then you decide that you will not do anything for God anymore. I'm tired. This thing that they are saying, this, 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 is true. And then that's it. No. That was the plan of Sambalat and Tobias. But I like the answer. I like the response that Nehemiah gave to them. And that must be your response always. When people begin to laugh at you. When people begin to mock at you. When people begin to accuse you. Tell them, he said, the God of heaven. I said, the God of heaven. He will prosper us. I see the God of heaven prospering you. Hallelujah. The God of heaven. Not you. Not man. Not the pastor. But the God of heaven. The God of heaven. The God of heaven. I see the God of heaven prospering somebody here today may you receive prosperity from the god of heaven in the name of jesus christ the god of heaven he will prosper us hey may he prosper you may he prosper you financially may he prosper you spiritually may he prosper you materially may he prosper you in your business may he prosper the work of your hands may god prosper you the God of heaven. Somebody say the God of heaven. He will prosper us. I see the God of heaven prospering you. Oh, we servants, we are going to build. We will build the house of God. We will build the church of God. We will do the work of God. We will give ourselves to the things of God. And the God of heaven, and the God of heaven, and the God of heaven, He will prosper you. Oh, look at somebody and tell him, the God of heaven will prosper you tell another person the god of heaven he will prosper you in the name of jesus do you believe it yeah. hallelujah not man but the god of heaven you mark it on the wall you will see the God of heaven will prosper you. He will prosper you here. I see people being prospered. 
Now, all that I have in my mind as I'm preaching all these things, so that you will prosper. So that you'll be blessed. Yes. Yeah. How many want God to prosper you? So all I'm doing is I am showing you how God can prosper you. Yeah. Yeah. The God of heaven. I said the God of heaven. He will prosper us. Therefore we his servants. Are the servants here at all? I said the servants. Are they here? We his servants. We will arise and build. We will build the house of God. We will build the first service. We will build the church. We his servants. Does that mean those who are sitting are not his servants? You, you see how sometimes when we are doing something, some people just exempt themselves. I don't know why. But we his servants. Oh, can I hear a shout from the servants? We his servants. We the ones who serve him. We will arise. We will build. I see people arising. I see many people arising. God is going to use you. In these end times, God will use you. God will anoint you. God will bless you. God will prosper you. God will establish you. And God will use you. Everybody's going to find something to do. Everybody's going to find something to do so that God will prosper you. I see you finding something in the house of the Lord, in the choir, in the ministries, in the uh, chapels, in the month, birth of month, different groups. May you find something and do. And may the God of heaven prosper you. Shout yes. Sit down. In spite of the mockery, in spite of the accusation, in spite of the despisement, you will still prosper. You mark it on the wall. They'll be watching you. They'll be thinking that you'll go down. But before they see you are going up, you are going higher, you are going higher. The Lord will be lifting you. The Lord will be taking you higher. May you be lifted up. Even in the midst of despisement, even in the midst of accusation, even in the midst of laughter, those who are laughing at you, they will begin to laugh with you because God will prosper you and God will lift you up. Shout yes. Oh, I love it. And then he said, But you, <laughs> we, the God of heaven will prosper us. But you, not you seated here, but he was talking to Sambalat and Tobias. And the third guy, we never mentioned his name in the horror night. We never mentioned his name. But he's also another guy. He's with them. Three guys. But Sambalat and Tobias, we know them very well. The famous ones. He said, but you, you have no portion. You have no portion. No right. No memorial. 
in Jerusalem. Yeah. You see, when we even talk about Jerusalem, Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, it says that, but ye are come to Mount Zion. You have come to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, an innumerable company of angels. So when we come to church like this, we have come to a type of Jerusalem. Bible calls it the heavenly Jerusalem. So when the Bible says that you will not have a, you will not have a right, a portion, a right and a memorial in Jerusalem, we are also talking about the church today, that you are not having a right or a portion or a memorial. There are many things, once you become a servant in the house of God, helping to build the house of God, you gain a portion in it. Once you are not helping to build, I'm telling you, I'm just explaining to you why maybe you don't see certain things happening in your life. You may not understand. But once you support, you help to build the house of God, you begin to have a portion. It's like they are doing fufu, they are preparing fufu, and then they cut your portion for you. In the same way, in the church too, the spiritual fufu that is being eaten, you will also have your portion in it. Yeah. In Luke chapter 22, hmm, verse 28, Jesus was speaking to the disciples. And he said to them, he said, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. When I was going through things and I needed people to stand with me, you are the people who stood with me. You. So he said in verse 29, And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me. Yeah. Yeah. As I am building and God is appointing unto me a kingdom, me too I'm appointing unto you a kingdom. In other words, he was telling them their portion. This is your portion. The thing we are enjoying, you to your own day inside. This is your portion. It's like how sometimes you have gone to do business with somebody and then when the prophet comes, so no, look, tell you this thing, no. this is my portion and this is your portion. Jesus said, just ask me to have received a portion. You too are receiving a portion. I appoint unto you a kingdom. A kingdom. As my father has appointed unto me, verse 30, he said, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Hey! Somebody say, what a portion. It's a portion that God is telling you about. He told them, because you have been with me, you have continued with me. Charlie, this is your portion, guys. I'm appointing unto you a kingdom. You'll be sitting with me. When I'm eating, you'll be sitting down with me eating. Charlie, this one is too nice. What an honor. You'll be sitting with me. You will sit with me. And he said, you will also be rulers over the tribes. That is who God is making you. One day he said to the disciples in John 14 verse 1, he said, you believe in God, believe also in me. 
in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, but I go to prepare a place for you. So that where I am, you will also be there. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. When you read the book of Revelation, the Bible mentions different things that are in heaven that we are going to be partakers of. One of them is that you will eat dinner at the tree of life. Wow. Are you excited about that? Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. Hey, I love it. Revelation 2 says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Number two, you will become a member of the royal family of heaven. Hey, this is your portion. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing. I only want to know your portion. Your portion. Revelation chapter 2 verse 10. He said, fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death and I will give you a crown of life. May you receive a crown. These are things that are in heaven. Crowns. Crowns. Number three, you will eat of the hidden manna. Hidden manna, Revelation 2.17. Hidden manna. There is something called hidden manna. Me, I don't know. These things that the Bible is saying, I don't know what they are. But it looks like something that would be nice. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna. What is hidden manna? I don't know. But it looks like it's a powerful thing. As Jesus is promising the portions. He was writing to the churches and he's writing to this church. And then another thing, number four, is that he said, I will give him a white stone. I mean, when you think about it, you wonder, what is a white stone? What is a white stone going to do for me? It must be something precious. There was a time back if somebody said that they were going to uh, send a WhatsApp. We didn't know what it was. Yeah. Even when I was finishing university, Mobile phones were not really, it was now something that was now trying to come up. It was not something that was there. So if somebody has said something like that, or is going to say, what's up? He said, what's up? What's that? It's the same thing with white stone. When you mention it, what is white stone? But one day when we arrive in heaven, it may look like the white stone. When you have it, you can vanish to places and come back again. You see that some of us are vanishing. Say, ah, what is this vanishing, vanishing? Say, where's your stone? You say, I don't have a... Ah. See that the stone was very important. Hallelujah. Number five, you are going to have appointments over nations. Revelation 2.26. Appointment over nations. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end, to him will give power over nations. Hey. Number six. He will give you the morning star. Verse 28. 28. He said, and I will give him the morning star. What is that one too? Morning star. I don't know. 
But these are all things. These are portions. Hey, Charlie, I'm looking forward to heaven. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to heaven. There are some people, the church, we are just attending. We are not thinking about all these portions. But think about them. Ask yourself, this morning star, this white stone, these things they are mentioned. Will I also get one? And I'm showing you how you can. Number eight, number seven. You will be wearing heavily designer clothes. Revelation chapter three, verse five. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. Hey, white raiment, what is that one to? It's going to be some designer clothes that we'll be wearing in heaven. We'll be wearing in heaven. And not only that, he said also that he will give you divine recommendation. That's not my age. He said, but I will confess his name before my father. Jesus said he will recommend you. When you arrive in heaven, he will tell God that, Charlie, this guy, the way he was building the church when he was in the first service at the Kodesh, I think that he deserves some very powerful blessing. Hey! You want human being to recommend you? I want Jesus to recommend you. And then, number nine, you will have a divine autograph. <laughs> verse 3, verse 12, Revelation 3, verse 12. Him that overcometh, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God. Shall I, I see Jesus signing his autograph on you. Hey. And number 10, you shall enjoy heavenly positions. Revelation 3.21. Heavenly positions. Him that overcometh 21 will I grant to sit with me in my throne. It's a position. You see, and all these things that we are mentioning, I believe that even here on earth, God wants you to enjoy them. Yeah, one day Peter asked Jesus, so what about some of us who have left everything and we have followed you? What is going to happen to us? I think he said Mark 10 or so. He said, oh, Anybody who has left house, car, money, family, whatever, he said, you are going to have all of it here in this life. So as I was thinking about it, that even these designer clothes and all these things, he's going to give you the designer clothes even here on earth. You will be wearing designer clothes. Receive it in the name of Jesus. it for you. He will not even wait for you to get to heaven. He will give it to you. Yeah. He said you will enjoy it. Verse 30, isn't it? You will enjoy it even here on this earth. You shall receive a hundredfold in this time. Now, receive that white stone. Receive it. Whatever you need that you need to help your life to move in a certain way, God will provide it. So when Nehemiah was telling Tobias and Sambala that you don't have a portion, you don't have a portion, he was saying that these things, you will not have some. Hey, may it not be your story that you don't have a portion. May you have a portion in the things that God has. Even in this life, 
Whatever thing God has for us in this life, may you partake of it in the name of Jesus. You can. You can. And then he said, and you have no right. No right means that you don't have any uh, authority to partake of the things. You know, sometimes I see maybe somebody has taken over somebody's thing and you don't even know how the person, what the person did to build up the thing. And when you have come, you are trying to exercise a certain authority. Instead of humbling yourself, you are exercising a certain authority. Yeah, something like shepherds, they give them some sheep. Then they are shouting up. You say, you don't know how the person got the sheep and put the sheep there. You should know how to treat them. But you have come, you, you don't have a right. You don't have a right. So when he was talking to Sambala, they said, you guys, you don't have a right to partake of the blessings. But some of us, because we have served, because we have built the house of God, we have a right. So when you come before God and you are praying, you pray with a certain boldness and confidence because you have a right. You have a right to partake of these blessings. When he says there will be positions for you, even in this life, he can give you position. Oh, may you be promoted into a great position. But it's because you have the right. You have the right. You have the right. You have the right to come before God and pray and ask for certain things. You have the right to partake of the blessings of God. You have the right to partake of the favor of God. You have the right to partake of the, of the miracles of God. You have the right to partake. Every good thing that is in God, you have the right to partake of it. You have the right. You have the right. Tell somebody you have the right. When you come before God, don't be afraid. The devil will tell you, oh, you don't deserve. Like I told you the other day, the man who built, they said he deserves a miracle. You deserve a miracle. You deserve favor. You deserve a blessing. You deserve prosperity. That shall be your story in Jesus' name. And finally, he said, you don't have a memorial. A memorial means that there's nothing that you'll be remembered by in heaven. One day, the Bible says that the Lord sent an angel to go to a man called Cornelius. Why was he going to Cornelius? Because the Bible says that the Lord said that his giving, his prayers and his giving has come up to him as a memorial. When you are working for God, when you are building for God, whatever you are doing comes up to God as a memorial. God can never forget. I've always heard bishops say, he mentions people's names. When the Collegono basement was being built, he always mentions certain people's names. They were there digging, digging. How, even we as human beings, we can't forget how much more God May you have a memorial before God. Have a memorial. Your Christian life cannot just be like that. You don't have any memorial in the sight of God. What will God remember you for? Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7. It says that, For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. You see, the earth is drinking the rain and then it's bringing forth. Whatever you are receiving, you are also bringing forth. 
you deserve a blessing from God. Yeah. So he says in verse 8, he said, but that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursed, whose end is to be burned. So the one who is producing back as you have been given, you are not giving back, you are not reciprocating in terms of your support in the building of God's house. Bible says that you are nigh unto cursing. Hey, Charlie, you guys take this thing seriously. I'm telling you. It may look like I'm just talking. I'm just telling you something. You are nigh to cursing. Even to be burned. Talking about lake of fire one day. But look at it, verse 9. He said, but beloved, we are persuaded better things for you. Things that accompany salvation. There are some things that accompany salvation. We are persuaded of it for you. May you enjoy every good thing that accompanies salvation. We are persuaded. I am persuaded that you must be blessed. I am persuaded that as you are building a house of God, God must build a house for you. I am persuaded that your marriage must be a blessed marriage. I am persuaded that you should drive a brand new car. I am persuaded. I am persuaded that your business must do well. I am persuaded that your life must do well. Persuaded. I am persuaded. It's my persuasion when I pray for you. Lord, bless them. Bless them. So verse 10, he said, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the end. God will not forget what you do in his house. He will bless you with everything that accompanies salvation. May you be a memorial. May you have a memorial before God. May God remember you not for bad things, not for gossip, not for things that are not of any benefit. May you be remembered for the work you did to build the house of God. May you not be remembered as somebody stealing somebody's husband. May you not be remembered as somebody who is lazy in the house of God. But may you be remembered as somebody who is working for God. I see God blessing you. You shall have a portion. You shall have a right. You shall have a memorial. May God bless you. May God favor you. May God increase you. May God establish you. May God lift you up and place you where he wants you to be. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Just pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. You know yourself. Pray. Tell the Lord, I need a portion. I need a portion. I must have a right. Oh yes, I must have a memorial. May I be remembered for good things before you, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Thank you, Lord. 
If you can use anything, Lord, you can use If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me. If you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lift your hand to the Lord. Make it your prayer this morning. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Today as every head is bowed and all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. You're not born again, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. I need to be a part of this memorial, this portion. Today, if you are here, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. Today is a day of salvation. I see your hands. I see your hands. Many hands lifted. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Please move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Come, let's pray, my brother. Come. Come. Come, let's pray. Come all the way. Give him your life today. Come. Come with her, come with her, help her. Yes. To Jesus. Keep clapping for them as they come. Let him have his way. Come, my brother. Come. God bless you. Come. Hallelujah. Those of you in front, lift up your two hands. We're going to praise a sign of surrender. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. This morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if you're also there, 
you want to say pastor i want god to use me in his house i want to serve i want to build for god if you're also there like that just lift up your right hand i want to pray with you you want to say i want to help with the god in this place lift up your hand god bless you i see your hands god bless you god bless you god bless you. i want you to come to me come to me come this way to my right hand side come come god bless you god bless you there's work to be done there's work to be done there's work to be done reverend david i need you there's work to be done beautiful join them this way those of you in front here you see a lot of lady pastor waving her hand she's going to talk to you and give you a book please follow her this way follow her this way god bless you god bless you and those of us here i believe that god is going to use us mightily you're going to have a portion and a right and a memorial reverend david is going to speak to you help you you join a group do something in the house of god he's going to be of help to you please follow him this way god bless you god bless you hallelujah amen we trust that you have been blessed refreshed and encouraged by the preaching of god's word for further inquiries call plus two three 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 zero seven zero one zero four 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 Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.